Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Tough Look Sports Podcast back for part two of our season three Game of Thrones recap. Uh, I'm Sean and George chilling. Yo. So um, last week we did, we split up season three into two parts um, just because we've been going. We're going to try to do that just because when we could, just because there's a lot of stuff to talk about, uh, especially with season three. Um. A lot, of, a lot of stuff goes on. Um, so we, we did episodes one through five. Um, so we, we obviously uh, kind of a quick recap of that is um, like basically where we left off, the biggest thing was Rob like basically planning to make a alliance with the phrase and mass uh, march on Cashley Rock. It was kind of like the last little bit of episode five, which is obviously pretty big uh, in what happens later in this season. So, uh, episode six um, is called The Climb. This one, this is, this is a pretty good episode, but uh, basically, um, one of the things is uh, Tywin... Uh, which you had brought this up last episode. This is when Tywin talks to the uh, Lady Olena, the Queen of Thorns or whatever, about uh, marrying Loris to Cersei. Um, and they have a fun little fun little exchange back and forth. Um, yeah, a little back and forth. Because they're, they're both not dicking around. Yeah. I, b- I believe... Uh, yeah, there, there was some... There was some uh, sparring back and forth between Lady Olena, who was like, oh, you've never uh, thrown down with a dude before in the sheets? You know, and um, basically said that Cersei was too old to have Loras's, you know, to maybe have kids with Loras. And, and Tywin just kind of pulls a trump card and is like, if you don't do this, uh, I'll make him Kingsguard and you're going to lose your, your prize little prince. You won't be able to take lands or, or, or have kids. So we can do this the easy way or the hard way. So, um, so obviously she, she agrees. So, um, that's kind of in the, like in the, in the works now for Loris Mary Cersei. Um, Cersei also reveal or like tells, well, she doesn't really tell Tyrion, but like her sounds tells Tyrion all that it was Joffrey who tried to have, um, uh, him killed during the Blackwater Bay. Like, everyone was saying that it was Cersei, but it was really Joffrey who was trying to get him killed. So he's a little... He knows the king's just trying to... The little fucker he is. Yeah. He knows the king's just trying to have him killed now. And... Uh, Tyrion tells Sansa that they have to get married. Um, which is probably, probably a little bit of an awkward conversation. Uh, it'll be a little more awkward later. <laughs> after after the, uh, the the red wedding, it'll get a little more awkward then. Um, uh, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, well, we're we're, we're getting there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Melisandre goes uh, while on the Riverlands, finds the Brotherhood with that banners and and basically like buys Gendry. Um, 
but also... Uh, yeah, and that's when uh, Arya adds Melisandre to the list. Yeah, well, I was going to say, there's also a pretty cool moment when, like, Arya's basically like, um, you know, you're a bitch. And Melisandre, like, looks at her, and she's like... Like, she's like, says something, I don't remember exactly what she says, but she's like, when I look in your eyes, like, I see, like, green eyes, brown eyes, blue eyes of, like, people that you're going to kill, basically. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was a cool part, watching that over again. It's like, oh, damn. Yeah, it's like, yeah, because she's going to kill a lot of people. Um, and then she's also gonna says that they're going to meet again. So, at some point, the Arya Melisandre reunion is coming. And it might happen soon, like, obviously... We don't want to go too far ahead because Melisandre's going south, uh-huh. and Arya's probably coming north. Yeah, she's in the Riverlands because she took care of Frey in the, the latest season, so they're, they're probably crossing paths. Sorry, we're just we're just skipping ahead again. Love skipping ahead. Well, that's yeah, that's kind of the fun thing about watching the old ones. You kind of kind of relate it to what's going on now. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, so Rob and the or Rob Stark and the Freys kind of make a deal, um, come to terms. So uh, Unk Edmir has to marry Roslyn Frey, and Frey also wants Harrenhal. And Rob's like, "Yeah, sure. After the war, you can have it. Like, you know, whatever, man. Like, whatever you need to do." Um, it's like just just get this done. Don't be mad. Don't be mad at me. Yeah. Uh, so they kind of strike their their deal, um, and Catelyn is obviously worried about all this uh, with 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 good good reason. She should be. Um, yeah, because she knows Walter Frey the best out of all of them. Yeah, she's the only one who's kind of taken him fully serious. Um, you know, and obviously you see see why later. Um, Jamie Lannister and Brienne are. Uh, at Harrenhal with uh, Ruse Bolton, and Ruse Bolton sends Jamie back to King, King's Landing, but doesn't do the same with Brienne. Um, be- like she- basically saying that she has to pay for her part of the treason. But you can tell uh, Ruse is kind of. I feel like this is kind of telling that Ruse is siding with the Lannisters. That like instead of like sending Jamie back to the Starks, he sends him to to his dad in King's Landing. With, without a doubt. And, like, he tells them, like, just make sure you tell your dad, like, that I send you back and stuff. Like, it's definitely – I didn't even pick it up the first time because I guess I was just just an innocent little boy watching. <laughs> didn't think anyone would ever be a traitor. But um, but the second time you're watching, you're like, oh, yeah, this is definitely where, like, it starts to turn. And, like, you know that some some shit's up. Yeah, you could it, – it, worst case, or like at, at minimum, Roos is kind of like trying to get into the Lannisters' good graces by doing that. And worst case scenario for the Starks is yeah, like because he's they, he, fully in bed with them already. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, this is kind of a telling sign. One of the one of the telling signs that the that the the, the, the shit's about to hit the fan uh, for Rob. Um. Oh yeah, uh, Ramsey's still torturing Theon, um, but we don't really know what's going on <laughs> at this point. We still don't know. That's pretty much going on this entire season. Yeah, just torturing him. Yeah, like you know, episode nine of of Theon's torture. Like we don't know who it is yet. We don't know where they are yet. Uh, we just know that that Theon's losing skin at a pretty rapid rate. 
<laughs> um, and then, what else is going on? Oh, yeah, uh, Jon Snow and Ygritte are climbing the wall. They, they climb the wall, and that, that rat-faced fuck from Pirates of the Caribbean tries to cut them off, but, uh, John, John, just the, the man that he is, just holding on, just like an inch of spike in the ice, and he's just like holding two people. Like, oh man, what a, what a. It's just what a such, stud. so impressive strength. <laughs> what a just stud. Good, it's like, good God, man. And the end of that episode is pretty cool, um, because, um, Littlefinger and Varys have a nice little face off because this is when Roz, the, the redheaded whore, officially dies. And, uh, Littlefinger, they're talking in the, uh, in the throne room, as they seem to do, and Littlefinger has, like, that awesome, like, climb, uh, monologue, when they're talking about, like, chaos is a ladder, and you gotta just keep going one step at a time all the way up, and you're like, oh, shit, Littlefinger's for real, like, I were just, because I just rewatched it last week or whatever, I was like, what a, it was a, it was a stellar monologue, stellar monologue. Yeah, um, it was. So yeah, the, um, big big stuff from this episode is Rob falling far, like deeper into the trap set by the phrase and Lannisters, and then Robin or um, John getting over the wall uh, with Egret and the other wildlings. Those are kind of the two big things uh, that you get in this episode. At least in my opinion, I don't know if there's anything anything. Uh, Anything, you know, no, I, I mean the climb was that was so fucking awesome. Just like, just how they like made it like look so real. Like, yeah. it was just nuts. Like how how large the fucking wall actually is. Like you get a real real good look at it um, in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of get an idea of just like how like formidable it is. Even though like wild things climb climb over yeah. it, you know, like somewhat frequently. Like a lot of them die doing it. It's not. It's, no, uh, no picnic. Um, the Bear and the Maiden Fair is episode seven. This is one of my favorite ones just because we'll, we'll just cut to the end here. This one, Jamie just, we go into the bear pit and he just jumps in there one hand to save Brienne from, uh, in Heron Hall from the bear down in that, down in that pit. Yeah, giant ass grizzly bear. We go into the bear pit. Um, <laughs> shades of Ron Burgundy. But yeah, I just love that because he's just like, like, can you say like last season or even earlier this season? Like, there's no way you could see Jamie jumping into a bear pit to save Brienne. Like, there's just no way. Oh, not not a fucking chance in hell. Yeah, like. Maybe, I mean, he might not do that to save, like, anybody except for, like, his family members. Like, he's he's not the one who's going out there doing it. He's just saving his, you know, or, like, risking his life to save, like, this big ogre lady that he's been fucking with for, like, six episodes, you know? Like, <laughs> he's just constantly making fun of her. But, like, you could tell that there, there's some kind of, you know, friendship or bond or something between the two of them that Jamie doesn't have with a lot yeah. of people. There's a respect between each other, too, like. Yeah. 
so yeah, that's where the episode gets its name from, uh, from the from the song, and like literally that's how the episode ends. Um, but just kind of jumped the gun on that one. But um, we also have Daenerys, uh, who I don't think had much going on last episode. She gets to Yunkai, and uh, basically like declares uh, war on them, and she has like the meeting with the one. Uh, I don't know, the one master, or whatever, when she has him come to the slave tent, and he, like, offers her all the gold and shit, right? Just so he's, like, here, yeah, the yep. gold, and then that's and when, um, ships, and get the fuck out of here. That's when, the, yeah, the dragons come, and the dragons are, like, right there with her. Yeah, and she she just fluxes on that dude pretty big, like, he's like... Oh, no, yeah, and, no, the best line is, like, yeah, she's like, yeah, you promised me you wouldn't, like... Hurt me. He's like, yeah. I, she has, she's like, I promised you, but they didn't. I was yeah. like, oh, I was like, oh shit. Oh, dragons. But also, this is kind of like she's kind of stupid right here too. Like this, like I understand, like she wants to free them and all that stuff, and that's you know that's great. But just think about it this way. I mean, she's obviously doing all right for herself now. But like, if she just would have taken that, taken that gold, taken all the ships that they were offering her, like she could have been well on her way to Westeros a lot earlier. Like... Yeah, but obviously she wants to abolish slavery. slavery. Yeah. She's okay. talking about that life. Honest Abe over here. It's like, yeah, okay, cool, but, you know... <laughs> that's great, but, like... You know, and obviously it worked out for her, but she, you know... But she, uh... She almost loses everything, you know, over there, too, so... But this could have been her out, but she obviously stays... She wants to stay in, you know... She she gets to look at those slaves that are like carrying him and stuff, and she's just like, I can't fucking do it, which is very uh, admirable of her. But uh, yeah, so this is when she kind of digs her heels in and becomes like the, or at least wants to become like the breaker of chains that it becomes one of her titles. Uh, you know. Yep. Sooner. Yeah, this is where it really begins. Yeah. Um. And she's like you said, she definitely just sticks in there because she's all about it, like. They stayed in Yunkai for, like, fucking, what, the, until the last season now, so. Yeah, Yunkai and then Marine, and she's just there forever. Yeah, Mar that's, Mar okay, Marine was the, the one where they really stay for a while. Yeah. Um, what else we got going on there? Um, oh, yeah, this is a good, uh, good moment in the throne room. Um, Joffrey, like, summons Tywin. And Tywin just flexes pretty hard. He's just, like, standing over Joffrey the whole time, just wearing all black, everything leather, just head to toe. And Joffrey's like, why Why are you making all the decisions? Why am I, you know, I'm not making any decisions. And Tywin's like, I'll, like, I'll uh, consult you on anything I think I need to consult you on, <laughs> basically. And then doesn't he bring up the part, like, he's like, why is the, the um, fuck, like, the meeting... Whatever the meeting is called, like, why is it like in your chambers now? Like, what shouldn't it be down here? So you're gonna make the king walk all the way up here? Doesn't it, isn't that the part? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, we'll have someone carry you. Or is that? Like, yeah, that is right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Time was like, I'm fucking busy, and it's easier for me to be over here so that I can get shit done. Because he's he's literally just winning him a war right now, and and like Joffrey's just an ungrateful little fuck. He doesn't even realize like. Like, everything that's going on, he has no idea. He's just more worried about, like, shooting whores with his, 
with his fucking crossbow, like, um, but yeah, so, and then also, but they do have a conversation about Daenerys, and Joffrey's like, are these rumors true, like, you got a Targaryen? Yeah, I was, I was just gonna bring, I was gonna bring that, yeah, I was gonna bring that apart, cause it's like, it's like certain, like, little, little things, it's like, the first time with King Robert, when they brought it up, now it's like, this time again, she comes up again, it's like, oh, and every time, she's like, or she's just building her army up a little more, a little more, a little more. Yep. But Tywin totally dismisses her for now. Like, he's just like, she's a, yep. like a world away. We're not worried about it. And for, for and once... And even, even, even with Rob, like, with, with Ned, he was like, they're like, well, she's just a little girl. Like, again, they just weren't planning in mind. Now, she, again, getting bigger and bigger. It's like, ah, fuck yep. it. She's not really... She's all the way across the narrow sea. It's like, okay, keep yeah. fucking around. <laughs> yeah. And it's one, it's one of the few times that Joffrey's actually a little bit more hip to something than Tywin, because he's like, shouldn't we be a little, like, shouldn't we do something about this? And Tywin's just like, nah. So, like, that was kind of a big <laughs> oversight by Tywin, because they could have done something, maybe, to stop, because she's on her way now. She's, like, yo, that, uh, I guess Tywin doesn't care, because he's, he's six feet deep right now, but, like, there's gonna be hell to pay somewhere. Um... Okay, uh, Arya runs away from the Brotherhood, gets captured by the by the Hound. Um, that's kind of all that really happens there. The the, the little bromance between uh, the Hound and Arya hasn't really fully started yet. He just he just snatches her at this point. No, yeah, it takes it takes a little bit. Yeah, I think like it takes after the whole Red Wedding. That's when they really become like not buddy buddy, but like a, a, a better better duels. friends. Not, yeah, not even friends. Yeah, that's better. That's better. Dynamic duo. Gruesome, I like that gruesome. one. <laughs> um, uh, Melisandre tells Gendry that, like, his dad was King Rob. Um, or, like, not King Rob, but, like, Robert Baratheon, I should say. Um, yeah, he has King, King's blood. Yeah. So, like, she kind of gives him that, uh, that, that old speech, shops that hammer on him. And, um, is this the one when Theon loses his dick? Or is that? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert, Theon loses his dick. I don't know if it's this episode At or not. some point this season, he loses his, his wee-wee. Or maybe it's next season. No, he loses it this. Yeah, he loses it this one season. No, it's. I think yeah, it's. I, I'm pretty sure it's the season. I'm in season four. It, it, they all blur together. Like when you're kind of like, is it episode nine or episode one or the other? It's like it's hard, so hard to remember. But Theon loses his dick. Um. Also, in the like north of the wall. Um, Jojen and Bran, like, they're kind of making the decision, like, they need to go beyond the wall, like, at this point, like, they need to, they need to go, they're not going to Castle Black, you know, they're going, they're going all the way, all the way downtown, past the wall, and they gotta go find <laughs> the Three-Eyed Raven and, you know, kind of take care of business that way, uh, and Osha is not about that life, she's like, yo, I had a, like, no, cause she knows. Yeah, she's like, my husband turned to a White Walker. I had to kill him, burn the house down. Like, it, like fuck that. I don't want to go. Like, she's like, I ain't going anywhere past the wall. So, um, but yeah, so Bran's kind of gotten, 
like kind of understand that he's got a bigger role to play than just like gonna go hide out at Castle Black, like. Um, and Snow and uh, John Snow and and Yeager, like they're now they're on the other side of the the wall, and you know you could tell they like care about each other, but they they both kind of know what's going on. Like she's not stupid. She even says to him before yeah. they go over the wall, like like I know that you're not. Like I know that you're still kind of working for them, but like, don't don't fuck me over, basically. And uh, yeah, she's pretty much saying it's it's me and it's me and you. Right. Like, don't fuck fuck everyone else. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's that's a, that's a ride or die right there. That she's a ride or die for sure. Yeah. When she said, I was like, oh yeah, she's. I was like, yeah, good good for you, John. And John fucks her. Right. Yep. It, in in multiple in multiple ways. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They've been they've been getting it now that they uh since that cave. They've, ever since then they're they're just getting it. Um. And what else is going on? That's that's about it. Um. So. Not like not too much with uh, Rob Stark this this episode. Um. But we'll get that. Uh, we'll get that. We'll we'll get that coming up. Uh, episode eight, Second Sons. This is our first uh, look at uh, Dario Naharis, and and the the first Dario Naharis because there's, there's. I was gonna say the first one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So he's one of the captains of the the Second Sons, uh, who meets with Danny, and the one guy is super rude. Super rude to Danny. Um, oh yeah, like the the main guy. Yeah, real asshole. Yeah. Um, yeah, he says some some pretty vulgar things. Uh, at one point. Well, doesn't doesn't she go? Doesn't uh, Daenerys go to um? What your boy's name? Your boy Harrison the knight, and he's like, if we go to battle, kill. He said, kill him first. Yep. He's and it says with pleasure. No, yeah, because one of the things is like. They're in there, and he's just making himself real at home. He's like, "Why don't you get naked to my lap and stuff?" He's like, "Oh, okay, Jesus." And then, uh, Barrison Selmy's like, "Watch your tongue," and he's like, "Oh, she didn't watch her tongue when she was licking my ass." I was like, "Oh my god, like this guy is, this guy's playing with fire. Like there's dragons out here, bro. Like he is quite bold." <laughs> like you are just rude and obscene. <laughs> yeah, it's like she is a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so um, man, it's like I really wish Call Drogo was around. Yeah, Call Drogo would have ripped his fucking throat out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but the 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 second sons are kind of uh, like meeting to decide what they want to do, and they like basically have to plan to to kill her. And yeah, they yeah they draw the three things, and whoever gets theirs picked is the one that's going to kill uh, Daenerys. And Dario Naharis does it, and then he just cuts their heads off. And then like she's she's in a bath naked as shit, and he's just like, "Yo, you're looking pretty good. Uh, I pledge like the second. Let me get in there now. with you. Yeah, yeah. It's like is there room for Let me get up in that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she kind of just wins over the second son just by. Kind of just by being hot, basically. Um, and Dario Naharis is all about her. So, but it's good because the Yunkai, like that's stealing a lot of soldiers from from the Yunkai, like resistance. 
Um, so Danny's making moves there. Um, Tyrion and Sansa have a wedding. Um, it gets a little awkward a couple times. One because Joffrey, that little shit, takes the T- takes the little stool away, so Sansa has to, like, bend all the way down so she, she he can put the coat on her, or, like, the the wedding coat or whatever that thing is. And then uh, Tyrion gets really drunk and says that he's going to cut he gets Joffrey's cock off. So that, uh, he literally threatened to cut his cock off, which is a lot of, a lot of dicks being cut off um, in the latter part of the season. Yeah, that's true. One actually gets cut off. The other one's just kind of a theoretical threat of a, of a you know, uh, dismembering. But, yeah, so Tyrion is hammered and basically has, like, kind of a sad conversation with Sansa where he's, like, she's, like, kind of getting ready to do it, you know, like, do her duty. And he's, like, I'm not going to make you do that. And, like, I'm not going to share your bed until you ask me to. And she's like, what if I never do? And he's like, <laughs> oh, well. So, yeah, like, kind of, yeah, you can tell it, just hearing it, it was a good dude. It was sweet, but, like, awkward. I don't know. It was just awkward. She was, like, getting undressed. And I was like, I was like, is this really going to happen? So what the fuck? I was like, I was, was like, no. Was like, That's not gonna, don't worry. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was, the whole thing's a little awkward. These arranged marriages, uh, not not great. Um, but basically, yeah, Tyrion's like, I'm not consummating this thing until, until, like, it's okay with you. Uh, so we'll see. See how that goes. Um, the Hound and Arya, the Hound says that they're going to the twins, uh, basically for, to ransom her, because she thinks that they're going to King's Landing, that he's taking them back to the, to King's Landing. He's like... I'm pretty sure it says fuck the king again. Fuck the king. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the, yeah. Fuck the king. Um, so, yeah, she she thinks she's getting home, um, or at least to get to see her family again. It's, it's really sad. We're, I, I, ugh. I'm already sad about doing the next episode. Um, let's see. Uh, Stan, or Davos is released by Stannis. Um... And, like, basically, like, if you get along with Melisandre, like, that'll be cool. And also, Melisandre, like, half-bangs Gendry, and they take the leeches um, from him for the king's blood. And Stannis throws him into the fire, and he named, he's like, the usurper, Rob Stark, the usurper, Balon Greyjoy, the usurper, Joffrey Baratheon. Throws him all to the fire, and... Uh, weirdly enough, they all end up dying. But <laughs> I don't know if that's just a coincidence or if that's like some crazy uh, uh, red god magic. So I guess we'll—I I don't know how to explain that one. But so yeah, the, I mean, for the second time, Stannis has used like blood magic to kill. He's killed four people that way. So he's like—he's got a pretty good success rate. Uh, yeah, he, he does. <laughs> of just or or uh, or at least Melisandre has a pretty good uh like success rate for that so we'll see but um I'm just kind of going through the quick because this, the next the next episode is the big one um and it's going to require most of our attention 
So, uh, anything else leading up to here that I missed uh, before we get to? I don't think so. I think I covered it. Yeah, before we get to the Red Wedding, aka the Reigns of Castamir. Ugh. All right. Well, let's just let's get the other shit out of the way before we get to the Red Wedding. Um. Sam and Gilly and her unnamed son get to the wall. Uh, you know, and they they kind of they decide or yeah, they get to the wall. Um, Bran kind of well, like on the other side, like getting close to the wall. There's like a thunderstorm, and Bran jumps into Hodor's mind to like quiet him down. Because the wildlings are right by. And that's the first time they get into, like, he gets into a natural human. Or, and, like, all of them are kind of just like, well, what the fuck? Like, you can tell that he's he's here for some reason. Yeah, and it's, like, there's a, there's a small, very small, like, population of people who can warg into animals. But nobody can warg into, like, a person. So, like, you can just kind of tell, like, how yeah. strong he is. Um... And right by there, like, um, Jon Snow, like, the wildlings that, um, they got from parts of the Caribbean, is like, Jon should kill this farmer, like, the, John, you know, Jon should kill him, and he's like, I don't want to do that. And, uh, like, Ygritte kills him, and the guy's like, see, you know, parts like, he's one of them, and then they start fighting, Snow kills a couple people, John Snow kills a couple people, and, uh, gets away, um, because Bran wargs... He also into... kills, he also... What's up? Yeah, then he kills the guy, he kills the, the, the Prince Caribbean guy, a pretty badass line, too. Yeah. I forgot what it was, but it was pretty good. Well, he, he stabs him, and he's just like, you were right about me the whole time, like, basically, like... Yeah, and then his fucking, the guy's hawk comes down, and yeah. fucking starts like... Trying to pick his eyes out. Yeah, because a lot of times uh, I was I was like kind of reading about like I have like this Game of Thrones app that like has like all like explanations for shit. And I was kind of reading about like warging stuff and like when That's they die cool. they kind of like warg into their animal like so that they're not fully dead yet. So it was kind of like the guy who was in the the hawk like attacking them. Um, yeah. Yep. But yeah, so Brandon also warged into. Uh, like the wolf to help save John, um, and help fight off some of the wildlings as well. Um, and Ygritte is is hanging out with uh, Tormund. Like they're both just kind of pissed. Um, let's see. Um, and at this point, Rickon and Osha and Shaggy Wolf. Rickon's uh, direwolf um, leave for the Umbers, which they think are still allies, but not aren't really. <laughs> yep, and Bran is just dick. with the with the uh, Reeds and Hodor, and they're going to be on the wall. So it's kind of sad because it's the last time Bran and Rickon like ever see each other. Yeah, so. it's extremely sad because Rickon's like, like, no, we're brothers. I have to take care of you. I like, want to be together. Yeah. I was like, oh god, like. <laughs> Like I just called my brother after that. I'm like, hey Eric, I love you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, it, it was it was definitely emotional, especially when you rewatch it, because like, 
you always hope the first time you watch it, you always hope that they like you know kind of get back together, you know, like all of the Starks. Uh, but they the Starks just die off like by the by the pack. They just all of them um, like fucking flies. Yeah. So um, and then Daenerys sends Jorah Mormont um, in in Yunkai. Daenerys sends uh, Mormont, uh, Dara Naharis, and Grey Worm like into Yunkai to like basically like open the city gate. Um, and there's, there's a lot of Yunkai people, but they fucking kill them all, apparently, because they come back all bloody as shit, and they're like, the city's yours, basically, um, so, you know, she kind of, she wins that little, that city over, but we'll get to that more next episode, we, we, we had to fly through that because we have to get to the Red Wedding, um, uh-huh. So, it's obviously tense, um, so, like, Rob, uh, you know, and, and, and Catelyn, and he, he kind of has to take a lot of shit from Walder. He's like, hey, I don't blame you for taking her. She's got nice tits and ass. I'm like, he's just being kind of a dick, um, when, when he's, ex- like, apologizing and being crude and... But Rob kind of takes it. At one point, he almost like unsheaths the sword because he's getting fed up with it. But yeah, I was like, I was, I was like, yes, let's fucking do this. Yeah, but like, kind of, Catelyn kind of grabs his arm. Cooler heads prevail. You know, he probably thinks like taking some of these insults is, you know, part of the, you know, my penance for breaking my oath. Like, you kind of gotta take some of those jabs and and, and roll with it. Um, and then after Walder is done berating him and stuff, he's like, all right, let's have a wedding, man. Let's get the music up. Let's get the food out. Like, get a little, little shout, little YMCA, maybe the electric slide. You know, we'll have a good time. Like, just turn up in here. <laughs> and, uh, the wedding's going pretty good, it seems. Uh, everyone's just chilling. And then it starts. So they do the betting yeah, ceremony. Yeah, they take Edmure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yep. God. So they, and they get him. And then Catelyn is the only one who really realizes what's going on. Because that guy goes over to the oh, door. Oh, also the blackfish. The blackfish leaves because he gets to go take a piss. Yeah. Which is lucky uh, for him. Probably the best piss he ever took. And. Yeah, well, that's what, that would mean because I piss every 25 seconds when I drink. So I've been, I know. I there's I no fine. way I would have been killed at the Red Wedding. Like, I would have been, been pissing outside. I would have been like, oh, shit. Like, I gotta get out of here. Um, but, yeah, so they close the door, and then it just starts, like, from up top of the playing the music, just that one guy playing the fucking Reigns of Casimir, that goddamn song, starts playing it, and Catelyn's kind of looking around, like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why are they closing the door? What's going on yeah, here? What's going on? Yeah. You know, you could tell, like... And in the books, I, I just remember rereading that chapter because it, it's kind of weird. Like, like usually everything's just spelled out, very cut and dry. But, like, reading this part of the chapter, it felt like you were, like, reading – it was it was almost like a dream, right? It was just kind of very vague and, like, all the things were there. Yeah. But, like, it, as after I read it, I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I had to, like, go back and reread it. Um because it was just weird, and it was kind of like this here, where you could tell that she thinks, like, she knows something's wrong, but she she would never assume that they would 
mur- like get murdered like like in in there. It's just like unheard of to like break like the the guest right um like oh like that's it's just well, like once you like feed somebody like they have guest right like it's basically like you don't kill me, I don't kill you. It's like a sacred thing that like nobody would ever think yep. would get broken. Because they, they say that, and I don't know if it's this season, like, uh, the next episode, or maybe next season, but they, they do bring that up. Yeah, it's, That they say, oh, Walter Frail, like, get his, because you never do something like that. It's like, it's just, like, bad luck and stuff, and, like, it's you just, it's, like, unwritten rule, you just don't do that. Yeah, it's the, it's the next episode, uh, Bran is telling all of them about the rat cook, and that's at the, the night's oh, watch. Oh, yep. Because, or, because they're at yep. the, they're at the one castle, like, well, I, I forget which castle it is. It's one of the castles along the wall, and like whatever happened there, is, it was the rat cook. So it kind of fills in that gap. And which is awesome because Arya feeds Freya's sons. I know. To him. It's it's so great. So, um, <laughs> but and, but right now before it gets great, uh, Catelyn's like, "What the hell's going on?" And then and then Walder's just like, um, basically like. Fuck you! Like I don't like. Yeah, she she notices the um that uh, Lord Bolton's wearing like armor, chainmail, and yeah. she's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and she like he has that, that dirty ass smile on. Then all of a sudden, all you fucking see is um Rob's wife getting fucking stabbed to death in the stomach with her baby. Like, just... What the fuck? What's, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and then then the arrows start coming. Actually, I didn't say anything because I was just speechless. Yep. I was just like, "Oh." Uh, then the arrows start coming, and, you know, Rob gets hit a bunch, uh, Catelyn gets, you know, hit, everybody gets hit, you know, they're stabbing and shooting everybody, um, it's so sad, Rob just crawls over to his wife and just has, like, his hand on her stomach, and, uh, Catelyn, in, like, a last-ditch effort, grabs Walder's wife, and puts, like, a knife to her throat, and is, like, let, like, just let him leave, like, We'll for like we'll you know we'll forget this ever happened like like let us th- and he's basically like why the fuck would I do that like n- no way and he's she's like if you don't let him go like I'm gonna it's it's actually pretty like gross like she, you know she's like uh I'll you know I'll let like I'll kill her basically and he's like I'll find a new wife and they just fucking kill Rob and Rob just looks at her and goes mother and just gets fucking lit up. Oh, and then she cuts the throat and gets her own throat, throat cut. Um, well, the one thing is, like, well, first of all, Catelyn should know, it's about fucking nine fucking arrows in Rob Stark. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to die. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. All, I think that's over. I'm, I know you're trying to make a best effort, but your son's going to die. Yeah. Um, and then what might even be sadder is Arya and the Hound had just gotten there when oh. shit had hit the fan. And then Arya watched... Uh, like her, like a lot of their bannermen being killed. Watched Grey Wind get fucking like shot and stabbed and like crying, and that was awful. And then the Hound like knocks her out, you know, just to try to save her. But she like wakes up again and sees like Grey Wind's head like on Rob's body and stuff, and like just it's just ugh, it's just the worst. It's just the fucking worst. I don't even know. And yeah, I was literally fucked up. About like, it I was right, like two or three weeks about this. Yeah. Right after, like, when the episode ends, there's no music during the credits. It's just dead silent. 
And it's like, I just... Everyone's got to think about their lives. Yeah, well, so what's fucked up oh. is I've seen these episodes before, I've read the books, and I'm re-watching them, and I was dead fucking silent when it happened again. Like, you're just still in shock, and then there's just no music during the credits. And I, I can't even imagine the first time... Like, if I was watching that live, because I didn't watch it live, like, I was a little late to the party on Game of Thrones. Like, watching that live and just being, like, in total shock like that, like, insane. Uh, just... I don't want to talk... Oh, God. Yeah. And it's crazy... It, I'm going to cry on a podcast. Yeah. The story's crazy because, like, in no other stories does, does something like this happen, where the shining hero... No. ...is just... Nope, like, never. <laughs> ...taken off the the board like this. Ugh. Um, obviously, this has far-reaching effects um, for the North, because now the North is under Bolton's control, um, who's side with the Lannisters. The Lannisters have now basically have control of the North and the South um, in Westeros. Uh, obviously, it makes the phrase instead of the Tullys like the Wardens of the Riverlands, which are also in bed with the Lannisters. The Lannisters now, this is like a huge power stroke and power move by the Lannisters, because they basically control everything now. Um, at least for the time being. But just shocking, shocking, like, at the time, and shocking still. I called my dad after I rewatched it last week, and I was like, I just rewatched The Red Wedding. I'm so fucking pissed off right now. Like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't speak to anyone for like three weeks. I almost gave up the show. I, I I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm done. Like, I don't fuck this shit, you know? Yeah. No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my fuck this, I'm done with this shit. Um, I think it's next season is where I have mine. Like, I was pissed off about it. but I, And I was like, I, I really did think maybe like this was it, but I didn't. I wasn't fully there because another one in season four just really, just really gets me. Like, what the fuck's the point of this show? You like someone, they just get murdered every time. Which one was that? Who? It'll be uh, the Red Viper. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, we'll get there. Yep, that's next. Just because, yeah. I'll, don't worry, I'll have a whole story about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. We're, I don't want to. We don't want to get there too soon. So, um, I don't even know what else to say. I mean, obviously. The, the Starks being eliminated. Uh, the the thing about this, though, it is the rallying cry. The North remembers is the rallying cry for, like, the North does remember. And, like, this will be big uh, coming up because there's going to be a new King of the North uh, soon. Oh, yeah. So um, the North remembers. Like, Tyr uh, Tywin thinks that he's clearing everybody out. Um, but he's just kind of creating a whole new monster, though. So. Uh, we'll get there. But, um, episode 10, Misa, uh, season finale, um, uh, is a pretty good episode, um, but it, it's hard to, like, really be, like, it, it, it was, like, it, it was hard to... It's hard to be happy, like, right at, in, like, all the aftermath of the Red Wedding. Like, so much shit is just, like, still coming out. Like, Without a doubt. It's so hard to, like, even, like, concentrate on what's going on. One of the few things, um, well, like, it, that's kind of similar, right? Yeah, like, you're just kind of, like, in a funk. 
one of the things that happened was when I was reading the books, and, and not in this one, but after Jon Snow died, there was, like, two chapters after Jon Snow died, and I had to, like, reread them, like, a week later, because I felt like I had a concussion after I read the episode, like, the chapter <laughs> when Jon Snow died. You know what I mean? Because I was like, I was, I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? You know what I mean? It was like, because at that point, the, I would, like, the, I hadn't like the you know the show hadn't come out yet. I was just reading the books. Like it was it was well before the show had even yeah. come out uh, for that for that season. So I'm reading. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, are, are you serious? Jon Snow is dead. Like, are you serious?" And then there was like two or three more chapters, and I had to go back and reread them like a week later because I I was just it was literally like I had a concussion. I just didn't remember like I, like a single word after Jon Snow died. But anyway, this episode was kind of the same way. But you do get um. A little bit of a feel-good moment. Uh, Arya, obviously, and, and the Hound come up on some fray people, and they're talking about how great it was that Rob was dead. And then Arya just fucking murders, like, two of them, and it was pretty great. Yeah, like, just fucking, like, the, the Hound doesn't even know what's going on. She just goes down there and just fucking murders one, and then the Hound comes. Like, say, like, next time, just let me know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and then I love, he's like, he's like, next time, tell me. And then he's like, where'd you get that knife? She's like, from you. I was like, oh, man. She's like, pickpocketed it. <laughs> like, she's... She's just the best. Arya is the fucking best. But so you get a little bit of a feel good moment um, there, but it still sucks because just like how hurt she is when she's just hearing all that stuff. Like it was just, it's just so so hard to to uh, to watch. But um, besides, besides, well, like a little bit. Yeah, the last bit of uh, Red Wedding stuff is in that episode, like. Basically, the mastermind of, of the Red Wedding is, like, revealed to be Tywin. Uh, and like I said, he gave House Frey uh, River Run as Warden of the Riverlands, and Roose Bolton is the Warden of the North uh, and gets Winterfell. And Bolton and Walder Frey are kind of, like, celebrating, um, having a little conversation in, in, the, in the twins, you know, about, like, how fucking cool they are. After, you know, after the wedding, that one poor girl is just, like, scrubbing up the blood still while they're talking. I was like, Jesus Christ, how much blood was there? Like, um, so, yeah, so the, the, you kind of get the full story of who was behind it, because uh, at that point, nobody really knew that Tywin was behind it at that point. It just kind of seemed like a Bolton and Frey thing until uh, Tyrion and, and Tywin are talking. Um, bunch of bullshit. I'm fucking livid. Yeah. Also, um, at this point in in the Iron Islands, uh, Balon Greyjoy gets a nice little package in the mail from uh from Ramsay that has uh oh, yeah, dick in it. Um, and Balon's like, well, fuck him, basically, and and Yara's like, well, I'm gonna go get my brother now, like, I'm I'm gonna bring him home, like, you're like, an fuck, asshole. Yeah, fuck this. Um, so yeah, she, she's on her way to try to rescue Theon. We we find out that, uh, Ramsay, um, well, he's not Ramsay Bolton yet, but, yo, Ramsay Bolton is, is the guy who's been torturing him, and who, like, Burns Winterfell uh, down and all that shit. Um, so we kind of find all that out. Um, Jamie 
and Brienne get to King's Landing, um, and Cersei's kind of a dick to Jamie just immediately. She's like, you left. Oh, you were yes, gone. She, yeah. And he's like, I was yeah, captive. Like, what the fuck do you mean? She was like, capture. <laughs> like, I wasn't so just, just, yeah, like, what, are you fucking around. stupid? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't just wandering around having a good time. <laughs> See, I've been sitting in my own shit for a year, and I got my hand cut off. Like this, this I bet you it sucked for me a little bit more than it sucked for you. Um, but yeah, Cersei's all butthurt, like, you know, that she left them and stuff, and it's like, whatever. Goddamn women and their feelings. Um, uh, let's see. Oh yeah, Sam. Um. Sam and yeah, Sam and Gil or is he with Gilly? Must be with Gilly. Like they they come across yeah. uh, Bran and like gave him some dragon glass weapons uh, before they get you know get back to Castle Black and um, uh, Master Aemon is, is like, all right, we'll send the ravens at like White Walkers are back. Like we need to send all our ravens now. Like the the time for action is now. Um. Yeah, so, but during that, like, for Bran, it's big because Bran, they get some dragon glass, and that's also when he tells the Rat Cook story, which is basically, like, a, like some legend that, like, there was a guy who were I forget what castle they're at, um, but it's one of the castles that's unmanned along the wall, and, like, tells, a, like, a legend that, like, he fed, you know, um, like, the guy's kids to him, um, and, like, they said, like, the worst part wasn't, like, him killing, or, like, him, like, uh, killing somebody or, like, feeding the person to his kids. The worst part was that, like, he did, like, he broke guess right, basically. It's, like, the, it's, like, the worst sin you can do. So it kind of sets up, like, what's, what will eventually happen to Walder Frey and kind of, like, puts into perspective how big of a deal, uh, what Walder did was and and Tywin, you know, and Roose Bolton for that matter. But um yeah, kind of puts in perspective. And then uh Davos helps Gendry escape in Dragonstone. Um and Stannis was gonna be That's like the last thing we that that's the last thing we see of Gendry too, right? Until spoiler alert possibly like this later. Yeah, yeah. Thanks um, for spoiling alert. I'm out. I'm done with this podcast. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's Shit. true. Like at this point, the show's ahead of the books and stuff. So like, I, I don't know. But like, I've heard some. You know, like you know when you read like um like theories and stuff. Like I, I've, I've read like a bunch of theories, and one of them is that like Gendry yeah. Gendry could be back. Because uh, that's like a pretty loose end. Like we just haven't seen him. So it's like, well, what the fuck is he like? So at some point, I, I just assumed that he get murdered. Yeah, like you know, like, he could just drown, like flipped over his boat by accident, just drown. You know, like yeah, because they he did say he'd never been in a boat, like can't, doesn't know how to like uh, yeah. swim or anything. So he probably yeah. that, that's what I'm going with right now. He drowned and died. Yeah, but I, I I think we'll see him again. But yeah, so Davos sends him away, and basically Stannis uh is like, all right, well I sentence you to death. Sorry, pal, and. Weirdly enough, Melisandre is the one um, who kind of saves him uh, this time because 
Davos gives Stannis the the letter from from Castle Black about the White Walkers, and Melisandre's like the War of Five Kings doesn't really matter. It's the War North that like is the one that will decide the fate of the world. The Great War. The Great War, yeah. So uh, Stannis and like basically lets Davos off the hook, and they're going north. Um, to to march against the White Walkers, um, and in like what the episode gets its name from is basically in in Yunkai, uh, the freed slaves um, call Daenerys like Misa, uh, which is mother, and like she's kind of now the the breaker of chains and the the freer of slaves and all that stuff, um, you know. Because at first they, they were kind of standing there and the unsullied around, like all the people started walking at them. They're like, "What the fuck are they up to?" You know, like why are they why are they walking at us? Yeah, just it's a real unknown. You don't know what the hell they're gonna do. Yeah, because the masters could have told them go kill her or whatever, and they kind of uh, obviously just start putting their hand up and shouting and carrying her around and stuff. So you know, she's in she's in their good graces for sure. Which. I also did not feel very comfortable after the whole Red Wedding episode that these random slaves are carrying on Khaleesi. I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah, Why I know. Just I just like, real snap quick. her neck. Let's just get another good person dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, it's like, how, how many how many good people can we lose? Um, but, yeah, that's basically, uh, that's, I mean, that's the last thing you see in the, in the season, so... Uh, season three was a big one. A lot of shit got put in motion. Uh, biggest, obviously, the most famous being the the Red Wedding, but a lot of other stuff happened this season that kind of set up uh, characters' arcs. You, you kind of start to get the, the good side of Jamie, which is a big deal uh, going forward, because you kind of see that he's not just the Kingslayer. He's uh, a little yeah, more he's, complicated. He kind of turns around a bit. Yeah, he kind of turns, like... Turns a bit um, to that good side, but um, you do see the bad side again. Oh yeah, you you, you with Edmir. I'll just take your levels. child and throw it at the wall. Yeah, yeah. He just like I'll just take your take your child and throw it against the wall. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. The fuck? The fuck happened to Jamie? Yeah. I you know, know. I, it's like oh now I remember he was he was kind of an asshole in the first couple seasons. Yeah. Like but you, but he's again now like from here on till there like he um he definitely turns and becomes like. I don't know, he wants to be, like, a little more respected, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because everyone just calls him the Kingslayer. And, like, he says he doesn't really care about it, but it definitely gets to him. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. Because he knows he did the right thing, and nobody else, like, gives him credit for it. Um, nope, not at all. You, you, you begin to see Arya kind of take on this, this persona of, like, I'm going to fucking revenge fuck everybody. Like, <laughs> like you know, she, she kind of... Um, you know, obviously she she gets her list. You know, she has her list now. She's adding people to the list, and then she's she does, she has nothing to really live for at this point. Like every everybody's like around her is basically dead that she cares about, except for like you know Jon Snow. Um, but like she's she's basically full in on like I'm gonna murder everybody now. Um, Obviously, Daenerys is, you know, kind of setting up her story for the next couple seasons of, you know, Marine and Yunkai and all that stuff. Um, 
you know, Joffrey is kind of, well, he doesn't have too much longer left, but, uh, thank God, but, um, I almost feel like, <laughs> I almost feel like they did that so early in the fourth season as, like, a make good for the Red Wedding, like, because it's only in the second Oh, they, yeah, with, with, without a doubt, without a doubt they did. Because it was like, all right, we got to get, like, these people something to, like, cheer about, because, like, the stain of the Red Wedding was just, like, like, it makes so many people so mad, like, it still makes me mad now, like, five years later, <laughs> like. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't talking for this episode for like twenty seconds because I was just trying to not think about the fucking red wedding. <laughs> yeah. God. So, um, but that's that's the biggest part of the season, uh, with the most of effects. Like I said earlier, the Lannisters kind of put their fingerprint on everything at this point. At least Tywin has, um, and he's done it in a way that kind of like he didn't really get his hands dirty. Like everyone's gonna blame Walder Frey. For the Red Wedding, and nobody knows that, like, Tywin had really too much to do with it. So, like, he kept his hands clean, yeah. in the, well, at least as clean as he that's, could. That's true. In the process. So, like... Fucking Walter. Yeah, fucking Walter Frey. Like, yeah, like, we all hate Walter Frey, but, like, Tywin's the one who orchestrated it. So, it's like, he's just a... Exactly. Masterstroke with a pen. That's his, that's his, that's his weapon. But, um... I don't know, anything else you want to hit on from this season, or... You know... No, I'm just. I'm honestly, I'm glad we just made it through this, this um, this season, because this yeah. was a real rough one down the yeah. stretch. Yeah, it, it's tough. It when you lose when you lose something like take a big L like that, it's hard to go back and talk about it. But from here going forward, uh, season four, there's there's some tough some tough losses there too. But you you, you get Joffrey off the picture, which is a big big W as well. Uh, yeah, agreed. Because you could just, I just rewatched that one last night, and I was just like, his little fucking face when he's dying, I'm just like, yeah, bitch, choke, choke, you dumb bitch. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> like I'm just like, I get such like a sick satisfaction of, out of watching him die, like, um, and then immediately Cersei obviously, like, blames Tyrion, it's like, god damn it. Like, you just, you just know that you're in for a, a whole roller coaster of emotion with that, but we'll, we'll get there, uh, when we do the season four podcast, so... Um, like I said, I'm Sean. Which we'll, I think we're, yeah. we're going to do Wednesday night, right? Yeah, we'll do Wednesday and night. Thursday. So we'll be up, up Thursday for that. And, um, but yeah, so we'll sign off here until season four. Uh, that's George. I'm Sean. And make sure you follow us on Twitter. Tough of Sports and, uh, Peace. T- yeah, take the site, you know, regularly. Um, and also, uh, if you haven't subscribed already, subscribe. You know, to the podcast on iTunes, and uh, that does it for us. Lisa. <laughs>